Hi there, and welcome to this podcast about how to motivate and reassure people in times of uncertainty. Because today we live more and more uncertain times as the world is less predictable than before. Just look at the corona crisis. Who could have foreseen that such a crisis would would have happened? Yeah, Bill Gates foresaw it, but of course, a lot of us didn't see it coming and didn't even predict the impact it had on companies, on people and on families. And so as a leader or even as a parent, often you don't know all the answers and still people look at you for motivation or reassurance. So how can you deal with that? And that's what we'll talk about in this episode. I'm Muriel, CEO, mum and educator. I used to work really hard and sacrificed important things to me until I lost my motivation. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned and I found a way to reach great results while working less. Today, I'm obsessed with helping other leaders build meaningful lives. So each week, I'll be sharing inspiration to change your life and organization. This is Rebel Leader with a Heart. For instance, you know you have to let go of things of the past, but you don't know what comes in the place yet. And still, people are looking at you. Or your organizational structure is changing You don't know how yet. You don't even know if you'll still have a role in that new organization. And still people are looking at you for reassurance or motivation. It's a bit like being an explorer in sea to discover new land. You don't know when you'll discover it, if you'll discover it. And still people are looking at you for guidance, for reassurance, for motivation. And everyone still has to work. So how can you handle this? And I've been through lots of uncertain times as a CEO in my previous organization. For instance, twice I had to prepare for a merger. And I knew if this merger would happen, that a lot of people would lose their job. And still, some people in the organization had to work on the merger also. And even if they didn't know if they would have a job, or I even didn't know if I would have a job after this merger... And I'm pretty sure that you face situations like that also. I hear a lot of organizations that decided to change their structure and everyone has to apply for their job again. And that's very uncertain. So how can you handle this? And so in this podcast, we're not only going to talk about how you can handle this for yourself, how can you handle uncertain times, but also what can you do to reassure or to motivate others around you. And whatever happens, even if you're listening to this because you want to help others, you will first have to work on yourself. Because if you are not stable If you are not grounded, you will not be able to reassure others. And these are the steps that I found out helped me a lot in times of uncertainty. And the first step is you have to accept the uncertainties. We have to accept that we cannot control everything. We live in a world where controlling and being in control is very important and The whole economical system is based on 
predict the future earnings of an organization. And so predict and control is something that is really important. Well, today we have more and more uncertainties and things that we cannot control. So the first thing I want you to do is just accept that you don't have all the answers. Accept that you don't know what's going to happen, that it's uncertain. Just just accept. And accept doesn't mean agreeing. It just means that you acknowledge that it's there and you're okay with it. You're just okay that you don't have all the answers and it's okay. It's normal. Nobody has all the answers. So that's the first step. And then the second step, because uncertainties will probably spike up your stress levels. And when you're stressed, you will probably not react in the most appropriate way. So the second step I want you to do is to increase your energy level. So increase your energy level by doing more things that give you energy than doing things that cost you energy. So for instance, for me, it's going to the spa, having a massage, walking in the forest, uh, having a nice conversation or a drink with friends or hugging my children. So do things that increase your energy level because you will need to have a high energy level, not only for yourself, but also if you want to help reassure the people in your team. So first, accept the uncertainties. Second, increase your energy level. And don't think you have to look for the answers and then you will feel better. No, try to feel better first and the rest will follow by itself. So that's really the rule of thumb that I will talk about a lot in this podcast, in this whole podcast. It's it's not that you will be successful and then you will feel good. It's because you feel good that you will have success. So here it's the same. Try to do everything you can to feel good by increasing your energy level. Then the third step in uncertainties, probably everything is changing or everything is uncertain. You don't know what's going to happen. Maybe your role is going to disappear. Maybe the whole organization is transforming the processes, the, the products, uh, everything might be changing your colleagues. And so you still need something to hold on to because, yeah, we need this, this sense of control and you cannot control everything. But one thing that you can control is your values. And so remember your values. Remember your why. Why do you do this job? Why are you there as a team? What is important to you? So values are your new beacons in these uncertain times. And what does it mean? It also means that you have to stick to those values in every decision that you're going to make. So for instance, a very important value for me is care or well-being. And so I would say to the people who were looking to me for reassurance in these times where they knew there could be a merger and they knew they could lose their job, I could not tell them, you know, don't worry, it's going to be okay. Uh, you probably will still have your job. I couldn't promise that, that because I didn't know myself. But what I could say is that 
whatever happens, we will take care of each other. And that's something that people often forget is that even if you have to let go of people, you can still do that with a lot of care and well-being. It doesn't have to be the end of the world. You can still let go of people with care. And that's something that you can promise. You can promise that whatever happens, you will take care of each other if this is an important value of yours or respect or honesty. Whatever happens, I will be honest with you and as transparent as possible, for instance. Of course, if you had to sign an NDA, you can also be honest about that. So that's the third step. Remember your values and your why, because stick to those and that will help you to have new beacons in these uncertain times. I'm interrupting my own podcast to let you know that we've developed a great guide called The 10 Mistakes When Trying to Change Behaviors. This guide is really useful if you want to change your habits, if you want to change someone else's behaviors, or if you want less resistance to change. I explain 10 mistakes and what you can do instead. To grab this free guide, just go to the show notes of this episode on rebelleaderwithaheart.com. So let's go back to our episodes. Then the fourth step is embody a stable disposition. Because if you are running all over the place and you're moving in all direction, your tone of voice is very high, you have facial expression of fear, that's not going to help anyone and not even you. And that's why it's really important to embody a very stable and grounded disposition. So a stable disposition is really a disposition where you are grounded. You have your feet stable on the ground. You're not tilting to the left or to the right. You're really in the center, not too much towards the front or the back. You're really stable in the center with your feet on the ground as if you have tree roots growing from your feet and really anchoring you to the ground. That's a stable disposition with then your body straight and your head tilted high. You're a little bit like a king walking or standing, looking over the crowd and just by the way he is there standing, he reassures everyone that everything is going to be okay. So pay attention also to your tone of voice. If you speak like this, well, this is not going to be very reassuring. So pay attention to your tone of voice. Have it very calm, a little bit deeper. Try to breathe in and breathe out. Also pay attention to your facial expression. Don't have your eyes going into all directions and Try to have a little smile on your face, a reassuring smile. So really look at your body disposition, your tone of voice, your eyes, that and embody one disposition of a king. Really the king in the midst of a, of a war who's looking over at everyone in his kingdom to reassure them just by standing there, by looking at them and by saying a few words. So that was what you need to do for yourself. Accept the uncertainties, increase your energy level, 
Remember your values and stick to them for every decision you have to make. Embody a stable disposition, tone of voice and facial expression. Now, what can you then do for others? Well, the first thing you will need to do, and that's listening with empathy. So people will be stressed, people will be afraid, and just by listening to them and showing that you care and acknowledging what they feel, that will already help them to feel better. It will help them to shift from anger, resignment to acceptance and even to seeing new possibilities for them. So listen with empathy. And that means not giving any advice, just listening, asking open questions and showing that you care. Now, the sixth step is to be as transparent as possible, even if it means saying, I don't know. You can, for instance, explain a process if the organization is going to change and you know what the steps will be to change that organization, but you don't know the outcome yet. You could explain the process that already helps people to know what's going to happen. But it's okay to just say, I don't know. But I believe that we need to be as transparent as possible, even if it means saying that not everyone might have a job after this transformation. Because people can feel it. They can feel it if you don't say things. And then the gossip starts and you don't have to protect them. I, I always had the feeling that I needed to protect the people. So I'm not going to tell this because otherwise the people are going to be afraid. Or at least that was me in the beginning. And then I realized it wasn't helping because even if you're not telling something, people can feel it or they know it from someone else because, you know, a secret is often something that you tell only one person at a time. So there is never a secret in an organization. People always know. So it's better to just be transparent. And I found that with these steps and just being transparent, people can handle uncertainties, can handle bad news. And so it's better to just be transparent, even if you don't know what the outcome will be. And even if you have to say that not everyone will still have a job in the future. And then the last step that you can do for others and for your team is help them manage their mood and their energy. So if you see that your team is really not feeling good, afraid, stressed, and that they're not functioning well, help them manage their mood. Do something nice with them. Of course, listen to them, but do something nice. Pause, ask them to manage their energy because with a good mood, with high energy, you can handle much more then when you're feeling down, exhausted, then that's when you stay in your comfort zone. That's when you make actions or you take actions based on fear instead of based on your values. So what can you do for others? Listen with empathy, be as transparent as possible and help them manage their mood and energy. So and try not to make any false promises. I know it's easier on the short term to say something just to reassure the person because you can feel their anxiousness and their fear. 
But then at the end, if you cannot stick to your promise, it's, it's making things even worse for everyone and the trust is then gone. So just do these steps, accept the uncertainties, increase your energy level, remember your values, embody a stable disposition, then listen with empathy and show that you care, be as transparent as possible and help your team manage their mood and energy. And I know this takes time. Maybe you're very busy and you think, if I have to do all these things, I don't know where I have to put that in my calendar. If I want to listen to everyone, to stop the whole team, to do something nice, to manage the mood while we have all these to-dos. But I can assure you that resistance to change, stress, gossip, or people even not working or being counterproductive because they're afraid will take you even more time and will cost you more money than if you invest in people now. And as a leader, I believe you should always invest in the people first and then in tasks, in things, in uh, all your to-dos after. So these were the steps on how to motivate and reassure in times of uncertainty. I hope it helped you. I hope you will be able to apply it because I'm sure you're living uncertain times. Don't hesitate also to give me feedback, to send me an email if there is something specific you would like me to talk about. I'm always looking for great ideas for my podcast. I have a whole list of episodes already of episodes already planned but if you have a great idea or you have a challenge that you face and you'd like me to talk about it don't hesitate to send me an email and I will then make an episode about this topic if I think it's also useful for my other listeners. Now in my next episode I'm going to talk about how you can deal with a team member that is not willing to change. Because we always have those. You are transforming your organization or transforming your team. And then you will have people, a large group, a small group, or just one person resisting the change. And that's really standing in the way of a great implementation. And so next week, I'll talk about how you can deal with a team member that is not willing to change. So if you want to receive this podcast automatically, subscribe to this podcast and also subscribe if you want to have a meaningful life and organization. Yeah, you finished another episode of Rebel Leader with a Heart. If you want more, go to rebelleaderwithaheart.com for show notes and past episodes. If you love the show, subscribe, leave a review and share it with a friend. The more, the merrier. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week, you rebel leader with a heart. Hello there. How adapted are you to the fast and busy times? Before diving into this subject, let me ask you a question. Do you see yourself working like this until you retire? If yes, congrats, you probably find a way to thrive in today's fast and busy times. But if your answer is no, don't worry, because this five-minute quiz on how adapted are you to the fast and busy times might help you. Because if you're still working with the slower time habits and mindset, 
you might end up working really hard for too little impact. This quiz will show you how adapted you are to today's crazy fast times and it'll give you your score on the five principles you need to master to better navigate your heavy workload while still having a life. So go to keyleader.com slash fast times to start the quiz. Maybe it's time to kickstart your slower and more impactful life. Keyleader.com slash fast times. Qileader.com slash fast times. Now let's dive into today's podcast episode. <music> 